welcome back to episode two of the Uncensored Young Gents podcast. I'm your host, Glenn Jenowitz, with YG1 and 2. Yeah. What's up, boys? All right, so this week, we're going to recap a couple of things and talk about some other stuff moving on forward. But I guess we should start out with the person who we had on the other pod, two podcasts ago, before we, you know, before it was a name, for a new weekly podcast, stuff like that, who is uh, still Liddy. So you guys went. We did. I did not. I'm too old. But <laughs> how did you guys enjoy it? It was pretty cool. You know, it was finally nice to meet Mr. Still Liddy himself. Um, Shout out to him for hooking us up with VIP passes. Yeah, we have some VIP passes. Uh, but I thought it was a pretty good event. What would you think? I thought, for the most part, it was good. Well, what part didn't you like? The beginning, whenever he didn't show up till 11 15 but that's all right yeah waka was late and then i didn't realize wait the event didn't end at 11 no the waka started at 11 waka walked onto the stage at 11 16 friday night and i also didn't realize i don't know if you realize this but billy bands was not there he was not he was supposed to be like the the opener yeah and i I saw him tweet the next day he said sorry i got in some trouble glad i heard still he was still lit so I still was still enjoying enjoying the concert. I didn't even realize he wasn't there. Yeah. I mean, it was a good experience. It's just one of those, like... He's not really into rap music, but... That's are, also well, a Well, are point. there any, like, improvements going forward that you guys would know? Like, hey, you know, next year, this is what I do differently, or... I'd definitely try to work on the time. Yeah. The and time then, schedule. given the fact that Waka Flocka, at about 12.15, 12.20... After about an hour on stage, he was just like, yeah, are we still Liddy? And it was like, yeah, for sure. And then he immediately was just like, Mike, drop, I'm, like, I'm yeah. out. And, the then fly- it, and then it ended. The flyer said 7 to 11. Right. And the doors didn't open until like 8, 15, 8, 10. Yeah. I feel like that's kind of weird. Yeah. So and, the, my bad. And then the line was really long. Like, I had a bunch of friends who waited two hours to get inside. And then they got inside. And it was finally, you know, like... 10 45 and walker wasn't on yet and so they just turned around and left yeah we knew a group of girls that was there and they were just like yeah we're having a great time and then we saw them about an hour later and it was 11 and they were just like we've waited we've been here we're out yeah. and so they left and then 10 minutes later walker came on stage so why didn't you guys call me to freestyle rap before Walker came on? I mean, I would open for him. There was a new group. Um, we've been talking to one of the guys a little bit on Twitter about their group, but it's called Searching for Comfort, right? I believe so. I'm looking now. And they're a... a rap, yeah, Search for Comfort. Search for Comfort. And they're a rap group out of Stillwater. Okay. Um, he said that there were a bunch of guys who just met in the dorms and they they opened it so so to speak um but they were pretty good so this isn't a b ice production we're not talking about no, no. b ice was not there he was at home emailing his class list <laughs> <laughs> birthday cake i'm just not gonna i'm gonna stop now it's too, it's too bad um well i mean yeah searching for comfort i mean Looks like they got a good thing going on there with the stuff, and they had a recap still in there, something like that. That's pretty good. Because they, I mean, now seeing that they, because I didn't realize that they were an actual group. Yeah. Because we were out in the crowd, and we were thinking, who are these guys that got to yeah. go up on stage? It was like, just, we thought it was just a bunch of random people up there. But, but they, it turns out they were a group, and they're pretty good. Yeah. 
Okay. Well, I mean, you know, their uh, Twitter icon is uh, couch burning. So um, they're, not gonna, not, they're not from West Virginia. Not going to sure? find comfort there. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, the DJ, my favorite part, you know, Walker was great, but I really enjoyed the DJs because I like listening to the D- DJs do their stuff. And they had some pretty good DJs. We got there a little bit early for the, for the mic check and they were warming up. They were pretty good. Yeah. I mean, it was one of those, they did their job well enough to get the place litty. Yeah. In yeah. time for Walker to come out, we we weren't intoxicated like everyone else was that was there. So if you ask another person, they probably thought it was the best thing ever <laughs> because they were just gone. People were going crazy. If you watch that recap video, you can see people going just knocking futs, and it was crazy. Yeah, I guess so. Um, I'll have to watch that here before too long, but. Uh, I, I the one thing I heard from a lot of people was is that they have never sweated that much in their life. It was very very hot. It was. Yeah. I, they the tumbleweed needed to open a couple doors to let yeah. the cold air in. Yeah, I uh, <laughs> I, I do know for sure there were a lot of jerseys being worn at this event too. A so. lot of jerseys. We definitely wore jerseys. I think the most that I saw was Russell Westbrook or maybe some Warrior jerseys. That's Aside not, from the Oklahoma State jerseys. Wait. There were Warriors jerseys? Oh, there was KD jerseys. There was Curry. KD Warriors jer- Oh, man. They know what state they're in. And then there was a couple of people who haven't figured out that Kevin Durant plays for the Warriors wearing his Thunder jerseys. We saw a lot of those, too, unfortunately. Maybe those are just their trash jerseys, you know? <laughs> they're just able to get trashed in them. Yeah. You know? So the highlight of the night for me was we were standing at the back waiting for Waka to come out, and there was a fan that was hooked up to the ceiling... And I swear, 18 different people <laughs> tried turning on and plugging in this fan, and it didn't work for an hour. I swear it was more than eight people. It was maybe like, like eight people every 10 minutes. Because <laughs> it was just it was a whole group of girls, and then a whole group of girls and a couple of guys, and then maybe a couple of guys. And they were just like, you know, like, we were talking about that we would be the heroes of the night if we could figure out how to turn on the fan. So we've saved the day. <laughs> was it a simple plug and play that just didn't work? No, or? it was already plugged in. I don't know. They never. That one must not work because <laughs> someone figured out how to turn on another fan a couple pillars down. And then it looked like a flock of sheep. It was immediately just like <laughs> everybody going over to the other one. So, pro tip, if you need to lose about 10, 20 pounds, go to Stolity next year. Yeah, absolutely. I hope it's outside next year. I, You know, I got a, I get a good feeling it will be. I just think that the, the first year, they just didn't, you know. They did. Just, just didn't know exactly what they were expecting. They did manage to sell out. Ooh, they okay. did. Yeah, they have announced they've sold out. And something that I think is funny, or it might not be funny, it might be just be cool, but a few hours before the, the concert, the tumbleweed website crashed because people were trying to buy tickets and so it just got overwhelmed with traffic and so you know it sucks for those people who didn't have their tickets yet and were trying to get their tickets but um you know i just think that shows how many people were trying to come you just gotta buy your tickets early you know i mean buy them in advance that's how it is we uh real quick for still eddie i'm gonna make a shout out is it OU Moves? OU Moves. OU Moves. They were they were talking to us the whole night, and we were like, you know what? Let's let's try to find out who these people are, and then we never saw them. Yeah. Once they got there, never heard from them. No. So, so for all we know, Norman didn't show up to Supposedly, they were six piles deep, but I never really saw anybody from, from OU there. 
I would hope that they'd be smart enough to not show up wearing OU apparel to it's, a Stillwater event. Let's, but it's while, OU people. While yeah, we're on so. the subject of OU people being smart, how stupid is Baker Mayfield for doing what he did at the Ohio State game? Okay, so yeah, I did want to get your guys' take on this one. So is he the stupidest, cockiest, or dumbest? Because there's a difference between stupid and dumb that's true, here. That's okay? true. All right. There's a difference between knowing you're stupid and still doing something because that's just dumb or just being stupid. So I think there's things that you have to take into account, like the fact that this was the second game of the season. I mean, this isn't Bedlam, Big 12 Championship, like we just beat OU, so we're running out there and putting our flag in the middle on Norman. I mean, this is this is the second game of the season. It's like... Yeah, we get you're trying to prove who you are. You just beat the second seed. So what if they came in and beat you in Norman last year? It's like, really? That, I mean, really? Yeah, I just, um, well, you got thumped last year, and then I'm assuming this is normal for a lot of other schools. But, for example, when Oklahoma State beat Iowa State two years ago in Ames, we sung the alma mater with the band after the game was over. See, that is... Normally, universities do that. I don't think this is that abnormal. That's a tradition. For a university just to sing their their fight song after they win with their band. Like, if, for example, if Ohio State's band had not been there and the whole football team had just gone acapella with the students, one, that'd been great. Two, that would have been a little mean, okay? You know what? Not deserving, not necessary. But if your band travels with you... Yeah. You, you sing the fight and, song after you win or lose the game. Right. My whole thing is, you know, he damaged their field, and he apologized for it the next day, but that's because OU made him apologize for it, but he planted that field and tore up their turf, planted that flag and told it, tore up their turf. Well, the oh, funny thing is, second, though. he didn't plant it, though. Yeah, it fell over. Yeah. I mean, with it being turf, it was like immediately the thing fell over, but still a sign of disrespect. In my eyes. In my eyes. Too. See, I think OU's got to be smarter about the situation, okay? They've got to know what kind of players they're recruiting, kind of what athletes they have on the team, what GPA they have, stuff like that. They've got to be ready for all types of scenarios, okay? And I'm really surprised to tell you guys honestly that their mascot, the horses, I don't know what they are or their names are, but they're not Joe and Buffy like we got up here or Pistol Beat, so I don't know. But I'm surprised the horses didn't wheel out a wheelbarrow to the middle of the field with a bucket of sand in it. For Baker Mayfield to plant the flag. I mean, you got to help the guy out, okay? Yeah. He didn't know it was turf, okay? He didn't know what type of material he was playing on. He assumed it was regular ground because when he stabs a thing in the ground, he thinks it's going to go through. Yeah. I don't know how he thinks it's going to go through AstroTurf, but he thinks he has full belief. And you just watch the entire team just watch the flag fall to the ground and look at it for a second. Like, that didn't work? What are we doing? See, Link. my thing is Lincoln Riley is trying to to prove himself as a head coach to taking a stance against players acting up. You know, he has let some players go, but no one had ever heard of those players, like their backup quarterback or something. He let him go for the same thing Baker Mayfield did. And then we haven't really heard from Coach Riley about about this incident. So I wonder if he's actually going to, you know, punish Baker or just let him do whatever he wants because he's Baker Mayfield. Well, today there was an interview, and I saw on Twitter earlier that – Somebody asked Lincoln Riley, they're like, how do you feel about Baker Mayfield now? And his exact quote was, he's the best quarterback in college football. Lies. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm just, he's, I'm telling you what I read. He's a, he's a good athlete. You know, I think he's an idiot, but he is a good athlete. I will give him that. I think he's very overrated. Yeah. Just like anything else, OU. 
I, I feel like he's a tremendous athlete for how well, for his size, and I feel like if he was about three to four inches taller and had still the same mobility, he might be a Michael Vick type of player. I mean, you know, college wise, he might be unstoppable, and he looks like a guy on a mission. So I can't can't knock him for that one. But he is one of the. I mean, you know, he had cramps and he came in and out of the game, and all, all of it just seemed way too dramatical of a, of a football game. You know. Go in, beat Ohio State, and get out. You know, right. walk with your head held high. You know, sing the sing the fight song at Ohio State. You know, show in their face and sing the fight song. And I mean, to me, before it's like, are we on the same level of uh, like of OSU as like if you're a Sooner fan? It's like, all right, OU and OSU are neck and neck right now in power rankings. I mean, it's like neither have really proved themselves yet against worthy competition. So it's like to me. You go in, like you said, win the game, and you prove, okay, we're the best in the Big 12 currently, and then you just go home, and that's it. Yeah, I just I don't – it just seems for, – for a school that historically has been one of the best schools and f- best team, football teams in the nation for uh, plenty of years, maybe the best overall football team we've ever – you know, football – school I've ever seen. I mean, it, you know, it sucks saying as an OSU fan and OSU student, but it is a fact that they are really, really good football school. We can't argue yeah. for that one. And I think that... And they carry themselves like this. Just seems... I yeah. mean, they've had a history of this over the past five years, though. I mean, really, my thing is on Bob Stoops. I don't think Bob Stoops was ever the greatest coach. I think he had great recruiters, and I think he's always been a great recruiter. But he's never... You know, the best game he had... By far and away was the national championship he won in two thousand or two thousand one, and those guys weren't his guys, right. you know. So it's kind of one of those things of okay, well, did Bob Stoops stop recruiting guys that met a certain expectation, and then okay, we're gonna go recruit those guys like Dee Dee Westbrook, who in high school was talking to his girlfriend and showing up at her house and having the cops called, or right, what are we doing? So it's it, it's one of those things where it's a, it's a weird line to draw if you're OU, and uh, I think you're right. You know, Lincoln Riley has not come out and said anything publicly either way on this. It's pretty weird so far. I think that, you know, someone asked us to talk about OU's rank. You know, I think they do deserve the number two spot after taking down Ohio State as I mean, much as I would They beat the number it. two and at the number two. You yeah. know, that, that's how things go. Right. You know, if if we went and be the number two and the number two, I'm not sure if we'd go all the way to two just because we are nine. Yeah. But if we were five, hell yeah. 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 For sure, without a doubt. So, uh, well, let's carry on a little bit here after that one. So, um, let's talk about a little bit about that pig game this weekend. All right. So, I mean, what are you guys' takeaways from the last game? You know, Mason Rudolph's now the, excuse me, he's now the leading, I think, leading passer. Mm-hmm. In OSU history, passing yards, I think it is. So, what do you guys think? I think after this season that Rudolph's going to earn his place in the history books permanently. You know, okay. because... Is, we're what two games in, and he's already passed uh, Whedon as the number one passer. I think he's gonna he's gonna be there for a while, at least maybe forever. Yeah, I mean, especially if we end up playing you know a Big Twelve championship and a bowl game. You know, that's yeah. two more games than usual. I mean, you know, playing fourteen games is it's a lot in this season. Yeah. I think watching OSU go up against South Alabama, which we only got to see the first half because we were still Liddy, but it showed a lot for defense. It I mean, because I think they only had like 100 yards that night total offense. And so it just, that alone 
looking into the season where it's like, oh, OSU has the best receiving corps and we're going to be a powerhouse on offense. It's like, you know, I wonder how defense is going to be. Yeah. And then people gave us fits for that over Tulsa because we gave up like 300, 400 yards. Yeah. And so that's why we dropped a spot. But now seeing how well we did against South Alabama, it's like, you know, I mean, our defense can hold their own when they come out and play a game. I think this weekend is going to be a true test of how good our defense really is. Yeah, I mean, especially since we got to go play at Pitt. I think yeah. that's huge. And you know, Pitt is not the shit team like South Alabama. They played Penn State. Penn State's five this week. And Penn State only beat them by like two touchdowns, I think. Yeah, I mean, it definitely was a close game for a while. So this will be a really good road test for this Cowboy team. Um, I think my score prediction is 24 Pitt, 35 OSU. Okay. I'm trying to get another 40% discount from the Union, <laughs> so I'm going to go 42-21. Is that how the discount thing works now? Is you just beat him by 20 or more? No, it's if you win, how many points you have up to 40%. Up to 40%. Yeah. Well, wait, we... Okay, all right. We didn't win, this by, week, we we, didn't win by 40 last week. But this, weekend, this week we got 40% off, though. I know, but we didn't win by... Anyways, yeah. um, I guess I've been hard math-wise for the Union. I don't know. Um... I, uh, I'm gonna go forty. I'm gonna go forty-five, thirty-two, forty-five, thirty-two. I just think I just think our offense has got to. I mean, our defense is good, but we keep on having linebackers injured and stuff like that. And today we had a linebacker Frosh, who's been kicked off the team since yesterday. Really? So you know, yeah, because he got arrested for uh, merit for I know it's illegal substance possession was the criminal charge i just heard about it today when we got the notification yeah so yeah so for one props to gundy for of course just you know immediately when the, any bs and stuff like that comes up he immediately deals with it and kicks the guy off the team and then anyone violates any team rules like that two yeah i just think OSU's just gonna have to outscore a lot of teams moving forward i just don't think you know i mean you know we've got a couple transfers in got a couple other guys moving around from on richard's move positions last offseason too calvin Calvin's Calvin, out. Yeah, Calvin Bundage half. is out um, for targeting. You know, we've got that Which Clemson. Was a, was a BS call, I think. All right. I just want to – I actually i am curious if we see the cornerback uh, Clemson transfer who sat out all last year, won mm-hmm. the national championship team. But he he transferred as a grad transfer, and he transferred here because he said we got a cha- chance to win a championship. So I'm curious what's seeing Adrian Baker play too. All right, well, yeah, let's uh, keep it going. So one thing came out today that I think was very interesting for any Thunder or Oklahoma-related fan, sports-wise. KD's new Finals Edition shoes of his KD-10 came out. And on the bottom of the soles, it has of whatever people have called KD on the past written in black. And in yellow, it's written his accomplishments. But what's weird is the one accomplishment that it's not written on there is just straight-up MVP. It's written finals MVP, champion, you know, and all-star. But it never lists the actual MVP he got with Oklahoma City, which is weird to me. But what were you guys to take? But then, so the I see what you're saying. Because if you look at the back on the heel, it has like, I think an M and then a V and then a P. And then on the other side, it says F MVP for like finals MVP. So I was thinking... Like, you know, maybe that's where he is, like, he put his MVP, but, you know, honestly, I hate the shoes, so. You know, I think 
you know, Kevin Durant, he has this marketing mm-hmm. thing down. You know, he made the cupcake shoes after we called him a cupcake. He made these shoes in response. You know, I still hate Kevin Durant for what he did to Oklahoma City and how he's how he's handled it afterwards. But, you know, he's smart. I think Warriors fans or Warrior bandwagon fans are going to jump on this quick and buy him. For sure, I... I think this is this is more money in his pocket, no matter what, or more money in Nike's pocket, or however that works, no matter what. The shoes, I mean, in all in all respect, I, the shoes would probably be great for me to play basketball in because they got a lot of cushion in them. Um, but it's got a lot of cushion because he's soft. Yeah, but I mean, <laughs> I mean, I don't think he's torn an ACL meniscus though, like me, um, or that shape. But yeah, I just I just think it's a bunch of media stuff, you know? I mean, the media's gonna... I mean, every ESPN, Fox Sports, yeah. everyone's gonna go crazy over this thing. Because it's just a newsworthy item to talk about. Because who hurt you, Kevin? Like, like yeah. what happened? Like, who who hurt you? You left Oklahoma City. You hurt Oklahoma City. You hurt the Thunder, stuff like that, for saying for years you'd stay. And then leaving to the team that beat you. Yeah. See, well, if, who did something to you? I'm confused he, why he feels butthurt. If he handled this like the way Gordon Hayward has, you know, I don't think Utah fans are mad at him. Mm-hmm. You know, if he just would acknowledge he played for OKC, you know, he would put that he won MVP with us, that he wouldn't just act like he erased that part, part of his life, you know, because he doesn't really talk about it. You know, I think that if he would have handled this a lot better, he would have a lot more respect from Oklahoma City fans. I mean, my honest opinion is I hate the Warriors and it's stupid that he left to the team that beat them or that beat the Oklahoma City Thunder. But at the same time, I'm just like, you know, I mean, sports is a trash talking kind of game. Players are always trash talking each other. So if he comes back to the place of where he is or where he started here in Oklahoma City and what we chant coward or cupcake at him like and yeah. we're and we're in the wrong that he left i mean it's just like we respect our players and whenever they backstab us like what else are we supposed to do and it's like he wants someone to feel bad for him yeah one, one reason is there to feel bad for him. now i i do think about one major thing with him as opposed to other nba players who leave you know leave teams for example there's no more decisions on espn right lebron was the first and last to do it and it's not because they wouldn't make money or whatever like that. It's just because it was just a horrible idea to publicize something like that on television if you're going to leave the team or even stay, you know? And if LeBron decides to stay after next year, I wouldn't be surprised if he does televise it just because I think it'd be just a huge win for the city. But if you're not going to stay, I think it's a horrible idea to do that. And I think Kevin Durant was the first guy to, over the Players' Tribune, especially of his caliber or anywhere close yeah. to an all-star, say, I'm leaving and put an article out in the Players' Tribune about it. Now I think players are kind of learning that's not the way to do it either. Yeah. You know, probably the real way to do it is, I mean, Kyrie Irving attempted to ask for a trade, which I know is not the same as leaving free agency, but I would assume the right way to do it is just to, just to tell the team, you know, just, you know, be like, hey, this is what's going to happen. This is what's going to happen. Put out your stuff. I'm, yeah. st- I'm done. I know what the players tribune, you know, they get to put in their own words, stuff like that. If you guys read the thing about Isaiah Thomas wrote about Boston, stuff like that, it's really, really touching and moving, but and the uh, Slim Basketball Podcast, who does Oakley Podcast, they covered that. But it just is a, it's a weird thing. And the, fir- the first person to do it is always not going to do it the best. Yeah. But you also just don't leave to the team that beat you. That's just a thing you just don't do. Well, I mean, look at Gordon Hayward. If you, I actually read his 
testimony to, I guess, to, uh, to I don't Utah. know, or testament it, to Utah, yes. And, I mean, it was a very, like, you can clearly see that he's leaving to go to a team that he thinks he's going to have a better chance of winning, but it was in a very sincere and thank you for doing what you can. It's not just, I'm out, this is me moving on in my career, have a good one. Yeah. I still very weird to do is and for him to be the one who feels hurt is very weird perspective to be in but oh well so i guess you guys were in some twitter thing about some steak with some blood or something about this so somebody made a tweet earlier that was like you know if your steak isn't rare send it back that's pretty much what it was so i thought you know me and yg are going to talk about this so i had a discussion with yg1 and thought what are your thoughts on steak how do you get it cooked and i'm the kind of guy that i like it medium well sometimes well done depending on where you go or who's cooking it with a little bit of a1 sauce that's personal opinion that's the way i was raised that's it yeah i like mine medium well um i don't ever really get it well done at least not on purpose but um i do like to throw some head country on there but i mean and people are always like oh it's a waste of steak but it's just like all right, so do you eat your burger a lot of pink in the middle when you yeah. go to Freddy's or Five Guys? No, no, you don't. If you don't, if you're gonna get it rare or medium rare, you might as well just not even cook it. What's the point? Yeah, just go kill the cow and butcher it and eat it right there, savages. All right, just chill out a little bit. Sorry, sorry, okay. getting a little crazy. All here. right, so with you guys on the whole, I don't eat my meat rare. Okay. I definitely say medium across the board on this type of stuff. If I get it at any type of restaurant that can cook your meat a specific way, which they don't do in Oklahoma, they do do in other states, like Texas, California, Colorado, and other states I'm sure that I just haven't been to and ordered food in. Um, but yeah, I just I go medium at least, just because I think it's a juicier burger or steak or whatever, stuff like that, and it's not just so dry. But I definitely understand what you're saying. There's like hemoglobin or something like that. It's, that's the blood we're talking about. It's not really blood, of course, and everyone knows that. But it, yes, I understand what you're saying. You do not order, you know, if you're going to go to Smash Burger, that's something that's pressed down to like where it's paper thin at Freddy's. Yeah, you're not going to get it right in the middle. That'd yeah. be stupid, you know, because it'd probably be close to raw. Uh, I definitely understand what you're saying. And it, but it's always with the stuff, if it's made to order, order how you want it. Like, well, how is he, you know? Well, I mean, yeah, that's a fair point. Like, how are you going to be mad at somebody if they, you know, if I order steak, it's medium rare, okay? And you order <laughs> steak and it's well done, how are you going to be mad at me? We just got a reply <laughs> to our tweet from Kenny at Real K3NNY. Steak medium well with A1 is essentially the Baylor 17 football team. <laughs> Yikes. He's killing you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, this is just like the eighth tweet that we've gotten tonight. I was just seeing, you know, let's get a little bit of engagement tonight. Kenny Boy, you don't even follow us, so you can get out of here. A bunch of people, one guy threatened to block us, and I'm just like, you know, like, yeah, that's what I mean. Okay, and I see what you're saying. They can order food how they want to order food. I've always been about that, though. You know, like, if you want a burger, you don't want any lettuce on it, and you go for it. It's the same kind of principle in my, my book. I mean, don't knock until you try it. So I tell you to probably try a steak the other way. But if you try it and you don't like it, who's going to kill you over it? But I'm just like, if A1 steak sauce isn't supposed to go with steak, then why are they still in business making steak sauce? 
why is it called steak? So right, snack. right, yeah, exactly. I'm with you. Well, I also think there's very different types. Like, the, like for example, the steak I order and the steak my grandpa orders at two separate restaurants and two separate nights and two separate areas of the country. Yeah. Way different caliber, okay? If my grandpa's like, oh, yeah, I'm ordering at a fine dining restaurant, whatever, stuff like that. Or, you know, and I'm going to like, all right, yeah, this thing says steak on it, but it's uh, it's Golden Corral, so let's just do that medium well. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's it's two different things. It's not, I'm talking about the same kind of meat here. I mean, you're right. People drink different things. People eat different things. We should all be able to choose what we want with no <laughs> judging at all. Whatsoever. All right, on to the next topic. So, we're going to call out the Rowdy for being a little girl. Yeah, because really they, they're not here. They didn't join the yeah. podcast. I mean, in his or her defense, they have apparently two tests tomorrow and they had two review sessions tonight. But I'm just like, I got three tests next week. And you know I'm going to be back in the studio filming yeah. or recording next week. I got, well, I got I mean, a, te- a quiz tomorrow, a test later this week. I got a video project due probably tonight, tomorrow, and the next three <laughs> days in a row. I don't really know at this point. I mean, but I will tell you this for sure. Yeah, just it's thirty minutes. Like the podcast usually is. I mean, we're hitting thirty minute mark right now, but it's the podcast usually isn't in more more yeah, than an hour. Right? If you can't really minutes. afford to take an hour out of your day or an hour less sleep, then I mean, you really don't have your life together whatsoever. He says they say that they will be on next week. Um, I'll believe that when you walk through the studio door. But at the same time, they said that they're not good at this, and quotations, stuff. Yeah. Which, I'm going to be honest with you, until three weeks ago, I've never recorded a podcast oh, yeah. in my life. I listened to them, but I've never recorded one. And what's the difference from, you know, doing a podcast and... Talking on the phone. Yeah. I mean, there's not a lot. I Except just, on the other side, there's not a lot of people listening, but... I don't think he'll... I don't think he'll, they'll be here next week. You know, I think he's just going to keep giving us some excuses, you know, just pushing us around. But, you know, we're going to keep this trending, you know, get out of here. All right. Yeah. Totally. You know, if he if he is one of the the Twitter accounts of OSU, you know, because his name's not Rowdy OK State, it's the Rowdy OK State. So if he wants to prove that it's him, he should get here in the studio with us. Make a Rowdy. I'm always wondering if people just know me and then I just, you know, because they know me personally. Because, of course, like, people can, you know, they don't really know who you guys are. People can figure out who I am pretty easily. So if they know me, you know, and then they just, we just haven't gotten along in the past, then maybe that's why they didn't show up. But, I mean, <laughs> it's a podcast. I mean, the worst I can do is just put it out exactly as you said it. Really can't alter your voice that. I mean, I can alter your voice, the pitch of it, as everyone yeah. knows, but. I can't wish make I, you say things. I wish I had his phone number right now so we could call him. Get him in here. Mm-hmm. I mean, I will say, we do have more followers. So if he gets in yeah. here, we may get that engagement you know, to get him was, more followers. He was talking crap saying we're never going to make it to 2,000. So I said, let's race. And he's like, oh, but you have, you know, 55 <laughs> more to go. I have 300 or 400. You know, stop making excuses. Buck up. Speaking, well, don't, say, don't say you're not going to get somewhere if you don't want to race for it. Yeah. Speaking of people that we have more followers than Black Sheep. Yeah, but I'm very disappointed. Yeah, I mean, I am too. What's our What's our update for this week? What was it last week first? We are at 1874, 1,874 followers. That was last week. Last week. And then tonight, 
They're at 1877. They have three more followers than last week. And so hashtag unfollow blockchain is not falling through. It's yeah, it's like somebody through. crossed off on and just three people were like, oh, you know what? I'm going to follow blockchain. They were right at 1900. So we have we have lost some, but... Black Sheep is kind of like Central, the Central Michigan game. The only time Central Michigan ever gets any publicity or anything is only when we talk about them. And this is just like with the Black Sheep. Okay, I mean, that's one way to view it for sure. I just think uh, we might switch to bi-weekly updates for Unfollow Black Sheep and see if we get some real <laughs> momentum rolling before we keep updating because three people follow them and three, you know. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, you know, I mean, if they looked at it and they go, man, somebody really wants to have us unfollow, I can make four Twitter accounts real quick and they can do it themselves. I mean, we might come back with bi-weekly updates. It's you just know, I will come back here. next week, though, and I will take a look at their followers and see how many of them are bots or actually OSU students. Yeah. All right. That sounds good. Well, uh, wrapping things up real quick here with uh, the care package you guys have going uh, right now in the donations or so for the uh, OSU. Uh, what is his name? His name Joe. I'm sorry. O I, State I, fan, yeah. but o his State name is fan. Joe. He's his name is Joe. Yeah. Master Sergeant. Yep. Master Sergeant. 22 years in the military. Uh, where's he stationed? Right now he's in Baghdad, okay. and it is his tenth uh, trip to. Wow. Over okay. There. Okay, that's awesome. Yeah, so true. I mean, American hero. Oh, yeah, for sure. Hashtag the American badass. Yes. Okay. And you know, what do you guys have going right now? Um, we're just asking for people for donations, whatever they want to pitch in for uh, for the care package. You know, maybe we can have a couple sent over. You know, uh, for Pete's sake, he's going to hook us up with some shirts. The athletic department's going to get us some stuff. You know, we asked Eskimo Joes and the union if they'd help us out. But there's also just a lot of other people that have messaged us wanting to help. You know, I think it's pretty cool. You know, we just posted this earlier today and how many people have already wanted to show, wanting to help. We did have a guy that messaged us. His name's Rob. Well, uh, for extensive purposes, we won't give out full name, yeah. but his name's Rob. We want to shout him out because he donated... $200 worth of beef jerky from No Man's Land beef jerky made here in Oklahoma. We're not sponsored, but No Man's Land beef jerky. And he bought and, and sent $200 worth of this beef jerky. Yeah. It's going to be, Joe, it's going to be shipped out tomorrow. I don't know how long it takes, but you can be expecting some beef jerky your way. Yeah. And then uh, when are you guys trying to ship out your... Um, I want to get the package out by the first, yeah. you know, so people can get us stuff this week and next week, you know, we'll get it shipped out. So hopefully you'll have it in time by bedlam rolls around. Yeah. We, we'll take anything, you know, um, obviously like beef jerky, sunflower seeds, things like that for snacks that can make it over there. Tomato soup. Tomato soup. I not thought about that. I, think, I feel like that's a no. I, feel like I that don't know. I was thinking maybe like canned. I feel like anything like canned. Yeah. I feel like anything that could like pop open and then just like drain. Man, I feel like would be yeah. a good idea. Uh, I like that. I mean, brief jerky, some peanuts, some other stuff. Some t-shirts. You know, Rugby said that they're going to get him some. That's really cool. Stuff, Rugby's so. hooking him up. Joe said anything OSU, of course, sports magazines. He said whatever we can send their way that they're happy for, just knowing that people back home are thinking about them. All right. Well, let's see if we can get some cookies and some other stuff like that. You yeah. know, within this next week or so, it'd be uh, it'd be pretty cool. And if you do want to donate anything, you know, you can just DM us and we'll set you. We'll figure out how we can meet you. Last thing of the night, we're thinking of the people down south in Florida and the islands. Can't forget about the islands. Yeah. And and those still in Texas recovering. Right. From all the hurricanes that we've been having lately. It was a, uh, I think it was like a category five and now it's dropped down to a category one. So it looks yeah. like 
the calm's starting to kick in, but yeah. I also saw that there's another one that's forming off the coast of South Africa. So, for sure, just got to keep them in mind and keep praying for them. So, I believe that's a wrap for tonight. Yeah, uh, let us know who you want to, who you would like to see in the studio with us, and we'll see if we can get them on. Um, and on that on that note, real quickly, there is a uh, GoFundMe set up for uh, it's GoFundMe.com slash Y the letter Y K N O T dash missions. Um, Jacob Jackson, who is a podcast host of the Chocolate Moment Podcast, interviewed the uh, his name's Kristen Jackson. He's a student here in Stillwater, but he's from Houston. Um, he set up a uh, he set up a, basically a fun uh, GoFundMe account. Um, we'll tweet out the link to this as well. And basically, he's just trying to give back to the Houston area and stuff where he grew up. I mean, he's definitely a um, follower of Christ and stuff like that. And I uh, just want to shout that out since Jacob had him on last week. And if you have a chance, that podcast was 10 minutes long. Go listen to it as well. It's really, really good. But uh, yeah, I think that definitely wraps it up for episode number two. Yeah, send uh, some suggestions for who should come on the next podcast besides the Rowdy. Because, I mean, they're just not going to keep showing up. Then what are we doing anymore? Yeah, so. right. All right. That wraps up for me, and we'll catch you guys next week.